Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete, turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. All right, all right. Welcome, friend. This is The Fulfillment Project, and I am your host, Sarah, as always. If you have been listening to the show, you know that. We're going to do a little bit of a fun episode today because I'm seeing this really common trend with a lot of the guests that I've had on recently, along with conversations that I've been having with clients on our coaching calls. So I was on a call yesterday with uh, one of our clients, Carrie, and she had a little bit of a a breakdown, freak out moment over the past week with being in our mentorship class uh, a couple weeks ago, listening to my podcast and having a lot of aha breakthrough moments around money. And it's interesting because some of the most downloaded shows, you know, here on this on this most downloaded episodes here on this show have been around money or the conversations I've had with people have come from statements of people talking about money. And I think it's such an interesting topic because money's that one thing that we all kind of have the same feelings around, but yet we don't want to talk about it. It's, it's like that elephant in the room that everybody knows is there, but they don't want to talk about it. And uh, the last episode that came out with Brenda, you know, talking about the nine money beliefs blocking your success and from making more money, uh, so much great insight from that episode as well. And, and Brenda and I were going back and forth and sharing stories. So if you, if you haven't listened to that, go back to the previous episode before this one and listen to that because it brought in a lot of stories and those things that we tell ourselves that we don't really even recognize that we're even saying. And then, you know, we had JC on the podcast and he was saying the way you the uh, you make money, the way you spend money. And then also Vince Del Monte was uh, on the show before JC. And he said something very, very similar when it comes to objections to sales. So, you know, if you have to talk to your wife or husband about making all the decisions, most likely in the selling process, you're going to get people who need to ask permission. If you're someone who needs to think about things and go back and go back and go back and there's a long decision process, you're most likely going to attract that. Uh, If you get a lot of people saying, I can't afford that or that's too expensive. Have a look at your own language around money. So there's been this really common theme with the way you make money is the way you spend money. And that's really what I want this whole conversation to be about today because, you know, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, you need money to, you know, you need money to make money. And I know that as I say that, you're probably like, oh yeah, like I've heard that. But I really want you to think about that. And I want you you know, in this episode to kind of start reflecting on how you are investing into your business. And I'll be straight up, completely honest and transparent with you. I am someone for so many years who thought I could do it all myself. 
I'm an uber resourceful person. I'm super actionable. And honestly, I have been able to put the time in to figure out absolutely everything for our business. You know, like I can do sales copy. I can do sales pages. I know how to launch. Um, I can create Facebook ads. I can do all of our accounting and bookkeeping. You know, I can do coaching. You know, that's like Joe and I, we come together so well because we're super resourceful. We're very high, high achievers, high performers. Like if I want to know something, I'll figure it out myself. But one of the biggest lessons that I have learned this year in 2018 is the power of leveraging and investing into the business. And, you know, looking back in my fitness business, you know, I did well. I I made into, you know, the six figures online within four years of starting my business, ran that for seven. But, you know, looking back, if I knew what I know now, I would have leveraged and invested in myself so much earlier. Because this year with what Joe and I have done and, and hiring certain people on and doing certain things, and I'll go into that in a moment, the growth has been 10 times what I have ever been able to achieve on my own. And in reality, I mean, no one wants to spend extra money. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't want to give my money away. And that's kind of been my whole mindset of, well, if I can do it, if I can figure it out, why would I pay someone to do it for me? But, you know, and this is what I've started to realize is doing that and having that mentality is awesome. Like I love that I've been able to figure things out and it actually has helped me in the business because I know what I want my sales page to look like. I know what I want my sales copy. I know how my marketing should be. Like I understand the business inside and out. And I really think that you should should start at that point and know a lot of the moving pieces. But in order to scale, so in order to make more money, you need to free up your time to stay in your zone of genius. And this is the exact spot that Joe and I are at right now. So you as yourself who, you know, is a coach or a trainer, you know, nutritionist, someone who is of service to people, your zone of genius is being in that service mentality. So my zone of genius is coaching and and teaching and and, ta- and speaking and hosting workshops and being one-on-one with our clients. Like that's what our clients pay us for. So in order for us to scale faster, I need to maximize my energy and my time in those areas. And we're at a point right now we are, you know, we're hiring on we're hiring on help. So we're hiring on admin help. We're hiring on help to be project manager for our summit because I don't know how the heck to host a summit. Oh, FYI, if you didn't see on social media, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about hosting a big event next year and it was making me really nervous. And we have this big audacious goal of getting 300 people in a room in April. Joe and I are hosting the first ever Canadian Fitness Business Summit. So there has not been here in Canada a business-only event for fitness professionals. You know, they have them down in the States. You know, we've traveled. Bedros Koulian does them. So we wanted to bring that to Canada. There are different events that are paired with continuing education and more on the the service side. You know, like CanFit Pro has a big event. Um, 
There's the Toronto uh, Pro, uh, Pro Summit that goes on in June as well. So there's lots of events that will tie in some business pieces. But we've noticed this huge gap in, in the Canadian market of solely focusing on business. So we have 10 speakers plus ourselves coming in for two days, April 13th and 14th, to solely focus on business. So we're going to be talking about marketing and social media and funnels and branding. Um, we're going to be talking about like PR and media, advertising, um, sales copy. Uh, we're having Craig Ballantyne come in to talk about high performance and really maximizing your time. And so, so, so many amazing speakers that are going to be there. So registration is not exactly open yet. It's probably going to be opening um, the week that this uh, that this podcast is releasing, but I will definitely be putting in some clips here through the podcast to let you know how to get involved with that. Um, and we have some early early bird registration that's going to be starting out. So if you if this interests you, kind of check back or check in with me, message me, and uh, we'll make sure you get in on that uh, the early early bird registration. So that was like my big my big uh, announcement that I had a couple episodes ago that I wanted to. Uh, share with you. So we tying this all back around. Sorry, my squirrel brain got off there. We are hiring a project manager because I have no idea how to run a summit. And to be honest, my goal is making sure that I am connecting with with you who's there and, and talking with you and having that experience with you. My zone of genius for that event will be speaking, um, you know, managing our speakers and making sure that they uh, are taken care of. But uh, you know, getting sponsors and registration and like lanyards and like oh, I don't know about that stuff. So the old Sarah would be like, okay, I need to learn everything about how to run a summit because I need to do everything myself. But there is absolutely no way that I can manage 300 people plus sponsors plus speakers plus show up the way that I need to show up on that day. So I'm putting on my big girl pants and we are hiring as much help as we possibly can for that event. Uh, we are also looking for volunteers to help us out. So if this is something that is of interest to you and you want to be in the trenches with us and, and helping you know, to organize and, and be a volunteer for our event, please reach out um, because we will need all hands on deck and we would love for you to be an integrated part of this event with us. So that's one thing, you know, we're hiring some admin work for our general business. We're going to be hiring a project manager for our summit in June. Like we got on board with Scott Rockcliffe for our funnel management, uh, ad management. Uh, you know, we've hired coaches. We've been working with Craig Ballantyne this year. We went down to Sandy uh uh, Chino Hills to talk to Bedros on how to host a summit. So Bedros does the fitness business summit in the States, which he's actually not doing anymore. So we went to the source. We were like, okay, we want to host exactly what you're doing. But here in Canada, we went to the source to ask questions. And, and he gave us his whole formula. This podcast, I am starting to outsource the editing for it. So when it comes to investing into your business. And, and this is the way I want you to look at it. You can look at getting help as it's costing you money, or you can look at it as an investment. And when you're looking at things from a cost perspective, you're not looking on what your return on investment, what your ROI is. So if you always think, oh, this costs me this, or this is too expensive, or I need to spend this, you're not thinking about the bigger picture of what this can actually do to leverage in your business. So maybe you're leveraging someone else's skills in order to help you. Maybe you're leveraging someone else's knowledge so you're learning how to do something. Maybe you're leveraging an environment in order to 
expand your mind, motivate you, create connections, relationships, partnerships. And then obviously, you know, the leverage of time. And this is the one thing that I'm really starting to step into. You know, I, my best, you know, my zone of genius is not on $30 an hour tasks. So, you know, have a look in your business. You know, are you doing, you know, minimum wage or $30 an hour tasks in your business? Your time is best spent in so many other areas. So right now, you know, like I, I handle all of our back end stuff for our business, um, any emails um, through our email automation, you know, the emails I send out multiple times per week. If you get those, I write all of those. I enjoy writing them. I won't stop that. You know, I do all of our admin. So email uh, communication back and forth with people who reach out. So but me doing, you know, three hours of admin work every day and then jumping into coaching call after coaching call after coaching call. It's not the best use of my time when I can fill that space of admin work with someone else for a, you know, a $30 an hour job. And, you know, my coach, our coaching is well worth over $30 an hour. So replacing that time so I can leverage it to put in more clients. So it's really just this mentality of shifting. Where is my zone of genius? And where is my time best spent? Because if I am being taken out of my zone of genius, and my energy and, and this is the whole thing, like my energy is being sucked into things that can be done by other people and probably better and more efficiently than myself, then I need to learn to outsource and leverage that time. And this is just this huge mindset shift. And I don't know about you, but like I'm a high performer, high achiever, super A type personality. And I do like to feel like I can do it all. But, you know, there's come this point of, you know, Joe and I have done very well this year, but to scale. So like next year, I cannot keep operating the way I've been operating this year or else I will not get a different result. So for your business, you know, like what's not working for you? What drains most of your time? What do you not enjoy doing? And start writing a list of things that can be done by other people. So so servicing your clients 100%, you need to do that. Your marketing and showing up on social media, you need to do that because that's your energy. Writing emails, I believe you need to do that. But where can you start to outsource some admin or some communication or maybe it's invoicing or charging clients or, you know, organizing things for you? Outsource all that stuff as fast as you possibly can. And even if you have to take a step back and this is one thing I was talking to my clients about this week. If you need to take a step back and be like, okay, this is going to be a little bit tight for a little while. And maybe you're thinking, I'm really not at a position to outsource. Can you take a step back for two or three months to focus full force on your marketing to get more clients or increase your rates or something in order to replace that investment into the business? Because that's the mentality you should have. So don't always think, well, once I get to this one position, then I'm going to outsource. Because honestly, that was my mentality. And now Joe and I are at the point where we are completely tapped for time. So like, to be honest with this podcast, like this podcast is my baby. I love doing this. I love talking to you. And I know you guys love this. I, I get the DMs on Instagram. I get you guys reaching out. I, I hear the feedback from my clients all the time. 
But, you know, it's time consuming to sit down here and talk to you for 20, 30 minutes. If it's a guest interview, that's an hour long. Then there's the editing and then there's the uploading. Then there's the show notes. And then, you know, there's the audiograms that you put on social media. Like there's hours of investment in order to get one episode out. And I'm doing two per week. So I've been noticing that I've been fall not falling behind on episodes but it's tapped out for shit I have an episode coming out on Monday I need to sit down and do this and the time constraint is just getting too much and then I think okay it's not just me sitting down and recording and talking to you about this it's all the editing and everything that has to go afterwards and it's tapping into what should be my free time which is maybe a Sunday or an evening or you know an hour before dinner with the kids of doing stuff and I don't want my business to be impeding with my personal free time. That's one thing that Craig Ballantyne has really been working through with us is that that work-life balance. Because honestly, like, I would work 24-7, seven days a week. And I have definitely operated like that in the past. But that doesn't best serve me. That does not make me a high performer that actually ends up in burnout. And as I've said on these episodes before, like I am very prone to burnout because I will go all out until I literally, literally cannot do anything else. So it's this big growth phase of realizing, okay, where can I invest and get that ROI back for myself? And the biggest thing is just leveraging your time so that you can stay in your zone of genius and show up full force. You know, like how many times have you showed up for your clients and you're just fucking exhausted? Because you're doing all these other things. And if you see, you know, five, six clients back to back to back, and then you have to go home and do all this admin stuff, how often have you been putting stuff off because, A, you just don't want to do it, B, you're just physically exhausted, and C, you get to the point where you're so tired that you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll do it later, and and all the excuses pump in. So that's my biggest piece of advice is just... Figure out where you can start outsourcing as soon as possible in your business and look at, okay, can I take a step back for two or three months and maybe pinch some pennies in some other areas so that I can leverage my time and get my energy back from my zone of genius? So what you should be looking at right now, so maybe you're like, Sarah, like I've never outsourced before. Like I have no idea where to even start. So there's three key areas that I think that you should start in. And this is This is what Joe and I have been doing this year. Number one, get coaching. Like outsource to get advice from someone of where your time is best spent in your business and your direction. Because how many times have you felt like you're just spinning or you have a gazillion ideas or you're like, oh, I want to do this or I see this person doing this and this looks awesome or I feel like I should be doing this in my business. And maybe you take that action and do something and you're like, Okay, that wasn't the best result that I thought. Did I not do it right? Like, what did I do wrong? Maybe that wasn't the first step. So, like, we end up in this, like, rabbit hole of just spinning when we don't have that clarity and direction. So coaching 100% should be your first investment in your business. Now, it doesn't have to be this this huge investment or this huge length of length of time. It can just even be, like, showing up at a workshop, like, Joe and I have a workshop today. Uh, It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm literally about to pack up and head off because I'm coaching this afternoon in our workshop. Our workshops are focused now around 
smaller groups. So we only have 10 people in this group. We're getting to talk to each individual person about what the bottlenecks are, what their problems are, so that we can give some feedback right away. Like that's that's our lowest lower end offer is a workshop. Just commitment for one day, get some quick answer for yourself. Then if you're looking for something that's a little bit more uh, of a commitment. You know, we have a three-month mentorship, and then next year we have a 12-month coaching uh, mastermind accountability program showing up. So there's different levels of coaching that you can invest in, and just make sure that you are aligning with someone who you jive with. And personally, like, we have just decided the mastermind that we are investing in. Um, We are investing in Pat Rigsby's mastermind for next year. We're starting that in January. We were just down in Kentucky to visit him. We were in with Bedros and Craig's mastermind to get some answers on Summit, but also, like, we've been shopping around. And there's nothing wrong with shopping around, getting some experience of what it's like to work with different people, and see what aligns with your values, aligns with how you want to run your business, and aligns with that vision on those people that you want to connect with and that energy. So I'm happy to say that we have invested into a 12-month coaching program ourselves because I know that if I want to make more money, I need to spend more money. If I want people to invest in me, I need to invest in myself. So there's definitely that energy exchange when you're investing in coaching. So number one, invest in coaching. Number two and three, these can be interchangeable depending on what the exact needs are for your business. So number two, um, and like I said, these can be interchangeable, but number two, I'm saying get your time back. So where can you leverage someone else's zone of genius for time? So maybe that's admin work or maybe that's, you know, hiring on another trainer, another service provider in your business. Uh, You know, maybe that is outsourcing for some graphic or outsourcing for some marketing materials like outsourcing for website or, you know, whatever it is that you need to, that's not worth your time. So ask yourself, is this a $30 an hour job or is this where my zone of genius is to be able to do this? And number three, like I said, two and three can be interchangeable is getting lead generation. So I do believe in a lot of organic marketing, like 100%, but I do believe that it is getting harder and harder to solely build a business on organic marketing. Unless you have the time to be showing up multiple, multiple, like three, four times a week on Facebook lives, getting on video in front of your audience, like you're putting out massive content streams like this podcast, you know, like this, this podcast is not really for me to generate leads. This podcast for me is more of a uh, a nurturing aspect and, and building a relationship with you and, and building that trust and authority with the people who already follow me. So when I say lead generation, you know, we need people putting up their hand and saying, I like what you have going on. I'm interested. So whether that is, you know, Facebook ads through like a lead magnet, you know, giving something away for free or running a free challenge, you know, getting more traffic to pay attention to you. Because if you have less than 5,000 people who follow you on a social platform, if you have less than 1,000 people on an email list, the success of your business is very, very limited. So the more reach, the more traffic, the more eyes that are on you, the faster you're going to be able to scale your business. And, you know, if you can spend $5, $10 a day on some lead generation, I think that's highly valuable to help you build out these audiences for, for, for people to be able to see you. So where you should be outsourcing, number one, get some coaching, get some answers and some clarity so that you don't spin and waste more time. And then number two or three, depending on what the, those 
you know, predominant needs are right now in your business, get some of your time back so that you get some energy back so that you leverage it. So maybe someone can do something better than you. You can stay in your zone of genius service more. And the thing about getting your time back is you are actually going to want to market yourself more. So if you feel like you are tapped for time and you're exhausted, yes, you want more clients and you want more money consciously, like obviously as a business, we want to grow, but subconsciously you're thinking to yourself, this is just going to make me more tired and more burnt out. So why would I market myself to get more clients? So if you're at that point where you feel like you're tapped for time and you're a little burnt out, even when you market yourself, honestly, it's going to be half-assed because subconsciously you don't want to spend more time in your business with your clients because you're probably already tired. So get back some of your time, free up some of that energy so that you willingly really, really do want more clients. And then number three, work on some lead generation somehow. You know, build an email list, build an audience, get more people looking at you. Uh, Lead generation can also be stuff within your community as well. So, I mean, if you have a local facility, 100% your time is probably best spent with lead generation in your local community. And this is also a conversation I had uh, with uh, some clients, Be Elite. You know, they were like, well, we're getting all this online business, but we're not getting any local traffic. And I said, well, where are you focusing all your time? And they were focusing all their time on their online market, which is great if you're wanting online clients. But if you want people coming in the door paying for one-on-one personal training or one-on-one nutrition help or one-on-one services, you really need to focus on your local market with um, with some lead generation, maybe with some media, maybe with some like partnerships, networking, that type of thing. So I hope this has helped you because I know that investing into your business and into yourself is it's a big deal. Like you do need to spend money in order to make money. And I, I really want you to have that open. And the more that Joe and I have invested this year, so with coaching, with with outsourcing, you know, with everything that we have invested into our business, not operational expenses, like the normal expenses you have to run a business, but the outsourcing and the coaching, like we've spent just under $50,000 this year. And, you know, we were having a conversation and we were like, next year, we want to be spending $100,000 on taking, on leveraging other people's time, on leveraging other people's zones of genius, because we know in order to scale, there's no other way. So ask yourself, what percentage of my business am I willing to invest in order to move myself further? Because that's how a true business owner thinks. You cannot build a business without spending money, without having expenses, without having leveraged time, without outsourcing. Like you don't build empires that way. Like you don't because that's not an entrepreneur mindset. That's like a solepreneur, scarcity, poor, uh, like middle class thinking. It really is. So if you want big things and, and amazing results for your business income wise and the impact that you're making on the world, think from a business entrepreneurial mindset of where can I pass off the things that are draining me? Where can I outsource? Where can I tap into other people's zones of genius? And I promise you, it will come back to you. You'll feel better. And you know what? You will actually attract more business. Like Funny enough, like the more we've spent, we're like, wow. This is kind of getting easier. Like I don't, honestly, I don't feel like like I need to push as much in our business as we did like a year ago. And that's a really, really good feeling. 
Because if you feel like you're like grinding it out and you're pushing, you're like, oh my God, I'm like doing all of this work and it's hard. Step back and ask how you can make this easier for yourself by leveraging other people's time. All right. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 